0: Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. Welcome back to the My Adoption Coach podcast. I'm so glad that you've made the decision to join us today. If you haven't already, I would really love it if you would consider subscribing or following, in the case of Apple Podcasts, this podcast, so that I understand what content is helping you the best. Leave me a rating and review would be even better. So friend, I hope you consider subscribing or following this podcast today. Today, we're gonna talk about how to make your homesteading a piece of cake, or as one of my clients recently told me, Amanda, that was so stinking easy. Why was I so scared about that? So I'm gonna share with you the steps that she followed to make her home study process so much easier. First, let's talk about when you actually need to start a home study. I would suggest that you don't start a home study until you've chosen the method that you're going to adopt via, as well as maybe your adoption partner. So let me break that down just a little bit more. If you're adopting with an adoption agency, attorney or consultant, they're gonna have a specific partner or list of partners that they want you to work with. So you should wait and figure out who you're gonna work with from your adoption perspective and then figure out the home study provider from there. And if you're self-matching, this is an important step to get an attorney on board before, again, you get home study approved. You don't have to pay the attorney the full fee. Most of them will um, kind of require an upfront retainer, if you will. And then they're going to share with you the home study process because they want to make sure you're legally approved because that means they're going to get paid that much faster if you're ready to roll. So the first step in the process really is to find a, a partner, an agency partner, an adoption you know partner, and then find your home study partner then once you found a home study partner and you're going to reach out to them i wouldn't over this step i would just ask for their process their fees and their timeline really simple i know that i really suggest as you go through the uh, finding the right partner from an adoption perspective that you interview several and find the right fit from a homesteady perspective yes they are licensed social workers and so they are great counselors But I actually would suggest you find a counselor to help you through the emotional side of your adoption journey separate from your home study um, company that you partner with. And so therefore, I feel like finding the right home study agency is a bit more straightforward. You want to find the right fit based upon your timeline, criteria, cost, etc. So when you reach out to them for that initial conversation, again, you want to get an understanding of the process. Of their timeline and of their cost. The typical process is going to be kind of three parts, if you will. The first part is going to be focused on the, what I call the mountain of paperwork. I mean, it is ginormous. You're going to have everything from previous year's tax returns, proof of employment, proof of home ownership. Um, doesn't mean you actually have to own your home, but your mortgage. Uh, Going to doctor's visits and making sure that you are healthy enough to raise a child. A couple of different background checks that are going to involve basically child maltreatment, which means child abuse at both the state and the federal level. You're also going to have to pass a criminal background check. Most states won't allow anyone with a felony on their record to adopt. And so that's going to be, again, something you're going to have to go through. You're going to have to go get fingerprinted and send off you know, little cards that are specifically ordered in a particular way um, that have your fingerprints on them. It really was kind of a unique experience. I remember when we went through it the first time, I was like, I'm having to go to the jail to get fingerprinted, this feels so weird. But friend, it is just a step in the paperwork process, so you kind of have to just suck it up and get over it and keep rolling, um, as with a few things in the adoption journey, right? So you'll go through what I call the mountain of paperwork, but your home study partner should give you a list of everything that you need to complete, the corresponding documents, where they need to go. And this is where it really pays to have a type A person that's like chucking it all over your shoulder. You just want to make sure you get it right. You want to make sure you send it off and follow all of the instructions because that will keep you from getting delayed and keep you from potentially not getting approved or having to do additional paperwork and follow-ups and appeals. And you don't want to do those things because you forgot to fill out a box on a piece of paper, right? So just be really conscious of this. So the first step again is finding, or excuse me, in after you found your um, home study partner is making sure that you do the mountain of paperwork. The next step is going to be getting your home ready for a home inspection. During a home inspection, basically the social worker is coming into your house to make sure that it's safe, that a child's not going to accidentally fall into the pool or stick their finger in a light socket or, you know, drink bleach or, you know, any of those other horrible things because everything needs to be behind lock and key with childproof locks and with gates and all of those corresponding things. Now, I will tell you, that of the the steps and the home study process this is one of the two steps that really gives my clients a lot of pause they're like i have got to clean my house for days i know when i went through my own journey i used it as an opportunity to like purge like there was no tomorrow It was also a great time to get rid of like my husband's furniture that I didn't really love that was still in our house, but please don't tell him that, okay? Just our little secret. (laughs) Um, But it was a a great excuse to kind of go through and do some deep cleaning, do some deep purging and really have us, um, you know, kind of set out and set up for when the child could come home. That is not something you have to do. They're looking for basic cleanliness and basic safety. And if you need a checklist to help you feel a little bit more prepared, even going into this step before maybe you even find a home study partner, head on over to the Facebook group and in the guide section, I have a home study checklist for you that will walk you through just some common things that they're going to look through. That is actually a home study checklist was built based upon my own adoption journeys. And then I've updated it based upon some what what some of my clients have been through in the past few months or so. So that will be super helpful for you. The next step in the, the overall journey of becoming home study approved is uh, the interview. And the interview is an area again, where a lot of folks get a little tripped up and get a little concerned, especially in the realm of, am I going to say the wrong thing? And this is where I work a lot with my one-to-one clients on preparing for the interview. Um, And I do have a full list of questions over in the how to adopt um, course that I offer that walks you through it step by step. And this really are the questions really are basic, if you will, from an overall perspective on how do you intend to talk with this child and with others about their adoption? How do you intend to parent? What are your parenting styles? And then what are your um, corrective behavior styles? So are you, know, are you uh, believe in punishment or not, et cetera? Um, those are just a few kind of topic areas to get you started, um, as well as one other kind of bonus topic area that is important depending upon if you had an infertility journey. They may ask you some questions just to ensure that you've actually dealt with the grief from your infertility journey and that you don't really kind of carry that over into the adoption journey um so hopefully those are you know a few areas just to kind of get you started i know that when we went through our own adoption journey um that my husband needed to do a little bit extra prep because he's just not one that feels like super comfortable talking about messy emotional things with basically a complete stranger and so he and I, um, you know, did a little practice, if you will, we, we, we talked about some areas and some things that we felt like we might get questions on. Um, and then I turned those questions, uh, you know, kind of around and would ask him and he would ask me and we'd kind of go back and forth to make sure he's comfortable with that. I'm obviously super extroverted, as you can tell, by creating these videos and sharing them with you just because it makes my heart happy. Um, but in, that's not totally his jam at all. So if you're more in his camp, I would highly suggest that you do some prep, um, and that you grab those questions that are inside the how to adopt course, because that's really what's going to help you. So I trust that you're finding this content incredibly valuable today, friend. And if you are, I really would love it. If you would leave a reading and review so that I can understand what is is you're finding most valuable. So that I could help you through your own adoption journey. Um, so as as it goes through the overall kind of process, if you will, again, it's really important that you are finding um, you know, the partner that you're clearly understanding their overall process, their timeline, their cost. And then once you've done that and you really dive into the process, there are three main areas, again, that you're going to be focused on. The first is going to be Overcoming Mount paperwork (laughs) is really going through the process step-by-step to get the paperwork completed. The next is going to be all around um, making sure that your home is ready for the home visit. And that's really focused around the safety aspects. And again, I have a free guide for you over in the Facebook group that I would highly suggest that you grab and and walk through because that's going to help you. And then really the third step is being prepared for the interview itself. Um, and from an interview perspective, it's just about making sure that you guys are on the same page together, because that is what's really important here is that if you're adopting with a partner, that you and your partner um, have aligned values, have aligned perspectives as it relates to parenting this child in the long term. Okay, so I would love to know from you, what would make your home study easier? Um, I would, you know, I, I think that the guide over in the Facebook group will definitely help you, but I would love it if you would drop a comment below to tell me what would ha- help you in your home study preparations. Again, if you're finding this content helpful um, and need to, you know, kind of back up and unpack different areas of the adoption journey, make sure that you check out either the content around the five types of adoption uh, so that you can pick the right adoption journey for you. Or if you need strategies to fund your adoption, go back and check that content out as well. I again, friend, I know that this is a hard journey. Anything's possible with the right plan and support. You can do it. And I've totally got your back.